This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thank you for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, President and CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. And this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience, the people, the products and innovations across food, animal health, plant science and ag tech. Ag Bioscience is global. And this week we're joined by two incredible entrepreneurs from Africa who have spent the last few weeks at Purdue University as members of the fourth cohort of the Mandela Washington Fellowship, the flagship program of the Young African Leaders Initiative. While here, fellows trained on leadership, mentoring, networking, community engagement, and much more. Welcome food and ag tech entrepreneurs and Mandela Washington Fellows, Boaz Burhanu and Molly Abinde to Ag Bioscience. Boaz and Molly, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. <laughs> it is so good to be with you both. And you both have fascinating backgrounds working in a range of areas of ag bioscience, from AI to engineering, food science, food safety, and so much more. Molly, I want to start with you. Tell me a little bit more about you, where you're from, your background, and how did you end up in the Mandela Washington Fellows Program? First of all, Mitch, thank you so much for having us here. I'm truly, truly excited. This is my first podcast. Excellent. Um, I start from, I think, I am a food technologist by profession, and I've been a food technologist from Kenya. And over the past four years, I was specialized in food processing, food safety management systems, as well as new product development. But my journey essentially in food science did not begin just here. Like, I love sciences, I love mathematics, and I thought I was actually going to be an engineer, but the system in Kenya thought otherwise. And for like two years in university, I thought this is not my, this is not my course, this is not where I belong. But I think with time, I started realizing the challenges that exist in my country and in the food industry. And I think I started, I changed my mindset and I started paying attention to those challenges and how I can use my skill sets and knowledge to address them. So just exposing myself to conferences, workshops, and things like that. And that got me through university and I graduated with a first class honors. So fast forward, I try um, going into the lab, uh, the National Public Health Lab. That's, that was my first work experience. And I realized the work is really mundane and very repetitive. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't think this is my space. And I did food science and nutrition. So the next place was like, I do not want to go to the industry because I don't package milk every day or weigh crisps every day. So I say, I'm going to be a nutritionist. So I go to the to a hospital and try it out. I did my research in cancer. So I go to the hospital, I talk to patients, I give them advice about uh, how to better take care of themselves through nutrition. But I think going to inpatient, I realize one, I'm afraid of blood and dead people. <laughs> so... Really, I think that's realizing at that point that really I didn't want my job to be the person who takes care of people just before they're taken by the hand of death, especially for inpatients who have advanced cancer. So I thought for me, it is better to be able to influence what they eat if I can be able to help them not get to that point of an uncommunicable disease. And I think that has been my journey in the food industry. And I've gone ahead, joined a small company, who are interested in adding value to food, assisting small-scale farmers. We were just trying to assist small-scale farmers, and I think it's turned out to be something, a very great initiative. Currently, I'm working for Barton & Bamba Company Limited as a production manager. I pro provide technical expertise in food 
technology generally. So from, from food processing to food safety management system to new product development. And we have been able to process over 500,000 cages of fruits and vegetables that would otherwise have been wasted. So that's my journey until now. And going back home, I'm really, really excited to just go back to my work and continue to help farmers get market for their fruits and vegetables back in Kenya. Molly, I love your story, this idea of constant exploration of, hey, but I tried this, didn't really fit. Mm -hmm. I tried this, <laughs> things that I didn't know, I didn't know going into it, but now I know. And I think there's such a powerful story there, for, especially for the young folks who are listening yes. to Ag Bioscience of, you don't have to get it right. We often talk about it's you know, that first job out of university is a decision, not the decision, right? It's not a no. terminal decision. You can continue to explore. It's a great, great story. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Yeah, Boaz, let's talk with you. T tell us more yeah. about your journey and where you've been, your career so far, and, and maybe a little bit about your journey to uh, the fellowship. Okay, uh, thank you, Mitch. Uh, uh, so I'm, uh, my name is Boaz Brano. I'm from Ethiopia. So my uh, profession, I'm a computer engineer. Uh, I teach computer engineering courses at the university. So I always wants to be um, a person who studies um, on computers and computer-related fields. So, uh, but but I after I finished my base degree, it was it was always a question for me what I'm going to do with this knowledge that I get. So uh, one day I I meet with my friend who's also the same question. We learn computer engineering. What are we doing now? So uh, we noticed that uh, our farmers have a difficulty uh, on a crop disease uh, that they disease damage their farm. So we come up with a solution. That is the first thing that we decide to do, applying the, the knowledge that we learned inside the university to solve a farmer's problem. But we don't have any knowledge about startup and a business, just develop a solution and give them a solution. So we start uh, developing that solution and uh, uh, we apply for some kind of competition. So they ask us, you should have to be in a company forum or uh, startup things. So we we become familiar with the notes of startups, how they are functioning and uh, how they uh, work. So that gives us an opportunity and an insight inside the university. We have different innovations inside the university uh, that, that are thrown away. So uh, I work with students so that they can create their own startup company and oh, wow. uh, grow it and make job for themselves uh, and for others, not look job for themselves. That is the principle uh, I have been doing. Uh, I have uh, won different awards, more than 10 awards by, by the innovations that we develop inside the universities and national recognition by the European uh, government. So uh, that's my motive and in general, what I want to do is applying the emerging technologies like artificial intelligence, IoT, and applying those for specifically for agriculture. So by doing that, uh, I've been uh, selected for this program. I think that is the reason I've been selected. I've been uh, doing this thing around for four years um, and successfully incubated around three startup companies from the universities with my students. It's incredible. Three three companies in a relatively <laughs> short period of time. And, yeah. the, and the story, it, it's incredible. Yeah, it's just, it's incredible when you think about, you know, how do you, how do you create that job? And as Molly was talking, you know, he tried this, didn't really fit, tried this, didn't really fit. Oh my oh. gosh, I'm in the right spot. 
Yeah. Your your guidance, Boaz, is just go create it. Go create the job you want. Yeah. So you have to create a company in this this entrepreneurial yeah. spirit that is part of yeah. you. Gosh, it's so good. Now yeah. you, you both you both are in Indiana for the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Uh, mm. We've talked about it. You're at, you're at Purdue. Really fascinating program. And I'll whoever wants to jump in, Molly, if you want to, Boaz, you want to. Give me a little bit more feel for what this program is. What what is the fellowship and and how were you selected to participate? Um okay. Go for it. Uh, I know about this program in 2019. Uh, I have very expectation at that time that uh, I won my first international uh, competition so I'm going to be selected for this program and I write a very good application and I submit but I was not selected. So I was <laughs> trying to uh, understand the principle what for selection so mm. i just to totally leave it and focus on my job then i start participating in different uh volunteer service we give volunteer service inside the university we give teaching for free in american corners that are available in the country and we just do everything not focusing on that this application but just giving service or sure. creating a positive impact in the community. And then uh, at 2020, we I applied and I have received a message that I have been selected. Excellent. So, uh, and I, when, the, when the interview was going, I was just telling my story that how how the challenges we are facing, the, the unemployment challenge in the country, people doesn't have job. So how I focus on creating job for uh, others. So I think uh, the main thing that they, uh, select in my perspective is that my motive to serve my community and my motive to to bring change in a place where i work that's yeah. it i think amazing molly amazing. any any thoughts there i think just to add i have a similar story to actually boys because but i think mine starts a bit way back so yali is young african leadership initiative right where the mandela washington is part of that larger umbrella and so my okay. journey with yali started with the regional centers right so yali in itself has four regional centers in africa one of them is in nairobi and it serves the eastern and central africa there's one in south africa and there's two in west africa for anglo and francophone countries so i applied just after university what happened is um, i met a company that really was a small-scale company and they wanted to innovate products, but they did not have enough money to actually employ um, a big consultancy to help them out. So as students, they approach university students to do this. And I, in a team of four, literally assisted this company to be able to take care of their waste products. And we were able to develop a product called Fruit Bites that was literally taking dried fruits off cuts of this company and putting into the little bit of honey of peanuts and creating products that are called fruit bites, very healthy snacks. And we tested this in the market and they loved it. So my idea going into the regional center was we can be able to use university students to assist small, small scale enterprises to be able to solve value addition challenges. And that was my first interaction with Yali. So after that, I really got empowered with leadership skills and I took off immediately and went into the industry. And believe, believe it or not, Mitch, three months into this company, this company that I innovated for ended up employing me. They were like, we want you immediately, you're out of school. Right. <laughs> and so three months into it, I got promoted to production manager, overseeing the whole like three processing lines, 
um, supervisors and staff, and it really challenged my leadership skills. So three years down the line, I've been able to really impact this company. I say, I want to take it to the next level. And they tell us, you know, once you go through the re regional leadership center, they want leaders who've been able to create impact, right? Yeah. So I go for Mandela Washington Fellowship to be able to understand what are enterprises in the US doing differently from what the African small enterprises are doing? So I applied for Mandela Washington Fellowship. Actually in 2019, I applied and I didn't get it. So I did it again in 2020. This is to tell young people, like it doesn't matter if you don't get it the first time, push it. Yes. Right? yes. Push it. So I apply again in 2020 and just like was, I get this message that you have been selected for Mandela Washington Fellowship. And I think the component of it is you get six weeks into a US-based leadership institutions. And for us who are in agriculture, we've been very fortunate to come to Paji University, which is like the king of universities when it comes to agriculture. Then mm -hmm. also there's a different component of the Mandela Washington Fellowship, which is called professional development experience. So out of the 700 fellows selected, there's a hundred who get to be competitively selected to mm -hmm. actually join US-based organization and companies wow. for four weeks to be able to get um, experience and gain more knowledge about US organization and institution. I'm so honored to be one of the 100 this year, representing Congrats. my country. That's, <laughs> and, that's big. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Mitch. And I'll be going to the US Department of Agriculture, the Agricultural Research Service in California. So I think that overall is the Mandela Washington Fellowship experience for you. As you consider the challenges that affect communities, both here in the States and at home, you both have highlighted you have a real desire to make an impact. How has the participation in the Institute, how has the participation in this fellowship really inspired and equipped you to go back and affect change? Molly, go ahead. I think um, really I can say this fellowship has really opened a lot of doors for us. Um, especially having come to Purdue University, uh, literally probably the largest agricultural program I've ever attended, the amount of network we've been able to be exposed to is, is immeasurable. We have been able to meet industry experts, uh, professors with great, great research that we can be able to capitalize on in terms of knowledge. They have also significantly equipped us with skills, entrepreneurial skills that is needed for business development as well as business management so that by the time we go back home, we are able to actually implement our ideas. For me, having had so much success with a small company, I really wanted to replicate this model to the entire continent. That guys, we have small enterprises which are struggling because of lack of technical expertise. The founders of this company had the knowledge, had the market of where they wanted to go. They had the farmers, but they lacked someone who can help them with technical mm -hmm. expertise. And that's where I came in, providing that technical expertise to add value to food. And we have been able to provide employment to more than 60 young people and women. And if I can be able to just tap even if it's a thousand companies in Africa and just help them with that technical knowledge that this is how you dry the fruit. This is how you uh, dry your maize. This is how you can package this better. This is how you make the jam. The employment of 60 more women, over hundred more women will make impact. And that is what Mandela has equipped me with. So I founded an organization called Food Maven Africa that will hopefully provide consultancy services, will provide training services, and this will go out to micro, 
and small enterprises in the food industry to enable them to get those products out there, the value-added products that will fetch more revenue to provide income to farmers, to provide employment to young people, and to provide us with more food and reduce our post-harvest losses. So that that will be my takeaway from this program. It's so big, okay. Molly. That's great. How about you, Boaz? Okay, to add on uh, what Molly says, uh, there are two things that I really admired here at Purdue. Uh, the first is that the interdisciplinary work. Uh, you find engineers with farmers, uh, agricultural uh, experts. Uh, you find different disciplines in each other. So this is one thing I didn't notice in my uh, home country because even campus are separated in our country. You know, mm-hmm. agriculture campus are put in uh, another part of the, the city and engineering is in the other part. So engineering uh, students, teachers didn't come to the agriculture uh, campus. That makes them, they can't really know the problem. They, they think they know the problem and they develop some kind of product, but that product is not feasible to be the, in the market. So this yeah. thing that I really noticed uh, about uh, my stay in Purdue, and the other is the opportunity that is provided for students, that there is, especially uh, at Purdue Foundry, like I said, I'm very into uh, in incubating startups from the university. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did when I was told that I'm going to Purdue is I saw this this trend. That is <laughs> the, the many the things that I like about them. They incubate startups in a yes. very dedicated way. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been looking for. That's that's what I've been waiting for uh, to get. So uh, I, I have even uh, had a wonderful conversation with uh, Purdue Foundry. They, they promised me to continue support me in uh, any kind of uh, technical support so so that we can implement this strategy not only in one university in Ethiopia, but in all uh, the other 32 universities are there so we can implement these technologies. So uh, I really like um, Purdue uh, Foundry. And the other thing, when we are running our startup company for crop disease detection, uh, we were developing our application for coffee farm. and. You know, coffee farms are very big. You can't even uh, see the end. You know, it's large uh, mountains, so it covers a lot of place. So uh, we have, we face with this challenge: how we can collect images from the coffee. You know, coffee. Uh, Ethiopia is the number one coffee exporter in Africa, and we are exporting a large amount of coffee, but we are losing around fifty-one percent of it with coffee disease. Hmm. So imagine if we can develop our application to tackle this problem if what we can get in just one year the from coffee exports around 1.2 billion dollars has the country received by this with 51 percent loss so that motivates us but we face with this challenge how we can collect images so we propose at that time a drone can be deployed to uh to collect images so uh people there but they laugh and they don't believe us this is not possible <laughs> So when I remember Molly, when we are visiting at the yes. center, we saw a drone, big drones. So I asked them, what is the purpose of this drone? They told me they are going to use it for capturing image. So it, 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 it's a proof for me that, that what we think, uh, what the solutions that we come up in our country are feasible. Just we don't have to uh, always, I told my students this, believe that you are capable of creating a new innovation always uh, students are afraid that this uh, they come up with a solution but they say oh this may be created in china or in america in europe and they leave it 
Don't think like that. We are capable of creating our own innovation, a new innovation. And we have proven it that through uh, our innovation in soil, we were the privilege to go to Kenya and present our innovation in Kenya. And everybody there was amazed by this innovation that because it is created by Africans for African solution problem. So the new unique solution is possible. So uh, it also proven, my stay in Purdue also proven this principle that I have. Boaz, your your story is so powerful. Both of you, Molly, Boaz, it, it is so good to spend time with you. I, I feel like we could speak for many, many, many hours and I would be even more energized <laughs> and more inspired. Thank you both for what you're doing. Thanks for dreaming big. Thanks mm. for setting an example for so many young people, not just here in the States, but all around the world who are looking to you and looking to your peers and the fellowship to say, boy, what, what is possible? And you both have done an amazing job at setting that example. Boaz Burhanu, Malia Bende, both Mandela Washington Fellows. Thank you both for joining the Ag Bioscience Podcast. Thank you, thank you Mitch, for having us. It's yeah, been a pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can also access our entire library of archived episodes. You can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier, thanking you for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Mitch Frazier, panel episodes by Gary Dick, Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To learn more and get all Ag Bioscience episodes, visit agronovisindiana.com.